TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. All right, final hour. Henry Lake in for Paul and Jor. To kick off the week, I'm back at it tomorrow as well. Twins got some late games here to kick off the week in Seattle. So looking forward to that. A little late night baseball. Hanging out with uh, DJ here for this uh, this final hour. I did get into the topic of the face of golf and Rory, and it's still that you know you, you're pitting the PGA versus the Live Tour and all of that stuff, whatever. And then we had to uh, get to Maxi uh, in his segment, but um, somebody wanted to weigh in and talk about the Saudi Golf League, and that's Carrie from Maple Grove, and she graciously has called us back here. Carrie, thanks for uh, being a part of the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm in Maplewood, by the way. But um, <laughs> Maplewood, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. My thought is that our country buys a lot of oil from Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and at a current high price. Sorry. And um, so the $5 a gallon that I'm paying for gas right now, some of that is going back to the Saudi government. And so is that paying for Phil Mickelson's prize money mm. in his tournament? Mm. That's kind of an interest, interesting way to look at it. And it's, it, yeah. it's, it's interesting how you bring that up because um, you probably also saw this about the uh, the White House. They talked about how President Joe Biden is going to travel over to Saudi Arabia and people feel a certain uh-huh. way about that. Um, but the the reality is, is even though he's going to do that, I don't think that that is going to change them in any way, shape, or form in terms of how they do business. And quite frankly, I think the frustrating thing, the, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up, um, Carrie, is the fact that you and I are paying $5 a gallon for, for gas, right? I, I filled up yesterday. Right. I went to Costco, and, you know, I got to get the, the more expensive stuff, right, uh, at $5 yeah. a gallon. And, and, and the bottom line is, look, the thing that I hate in the midst of all of this is the fact that we're getting gouged. And because right. these these companies and these – we don't have to pay – what we're paying for gas. These individuals are basically um, holding us hostage and gouging us because they know in this particular moment they can get away with it. And I think that's one reason um, President Biden is going to Saudi is to ask them to not only increase their production, but uh, do it at a, at a lower price. So yep. we'll see. Yep, we'll see how it plays out. And, and thanks for the phone call from Carrie in Maplewood. I, I, I stayed at uh, Maple Grove, Maplewood. They're, they're nowhere near in the same area. So I apologize to Carrie, but I appreciate her calling back. Hey, I, I, see, I love that. 
because that might have been a first in a long time. A lot of people will get in because typically when you get into a topic, right, some people will kind of call late in the topic or when you're headed to break and then you'll want to get them on, right, and then the person won't call in a little bit later. Oh, no, Carrie was on it. She says, no, I want to I voice my opinion. So I appreciate that from uh, from Carrie. But, yeah, you know, I I fill up once a week. And I was at the pump yesterday because I'll, I'll typically – I don't know if there's a specific day when you go, mm. but I'm typically the person that will go on a, sat, uh, on a Sunday or Monday to fill up my pump. Yep. And I did that yesterday. And, yeah, I mean, you're, it's, you're dealing with long lines mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. because everybody's trying to fill up whatever, and you're dealing with high prices. Yeah. And I know that it's super frustrating. I'm not going to um, complain a whole lot about that because complaining about is not going to help anything. It's not going to solve anything. But at the end of the day, it, it's frustrating because the prices don't have to be as high as they are. Yeah. What's your? You mentioned Costco, and that's mm-hmm. where I try to get gas too. What's your like threshold for how long you're going to wait in line? Because you know you can go to Super America or somewhere else and pay twenty cents more, and there's probably an open pump there ready for you. Um, that's a good question. I'm so I'm just a creature habit yeah. and a routine. That typically, if I get to Costco and the line's not, if I, if if I feel like it's going to be less than ten or twelve minutes, sure, I'll stay. You'll stay. If okay. if I look and I say this looks like it's going to be fifteen to twenty minutes, I'll just say I'm moving on. Yeah. Then then are you coming back the next day or are you just getting I'll gas go to the next else, day. Or? I'll go to the next day. Okay. Yeah. I to be honest with you, I don't know that I've gotten gas anywhere else outside really? of Costco in the last few years. Okay. Are you a Costco member? Um, I, you know, it's interesting. My mom is a Costco member, mm-hmm. and then you get two cards, so she gives oh, me one. Yep, and yep. I almost never go inside. I just use it. You just for get. The gas. You just get the, I just gas. get the gas. Yeah. So you do get gas from there. Though. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Okay. Is there? What well, well, for you? What is the threshold? Because typically, I can tell just by yeah, looking at the line. Yeah. And and to be honest, the two that I most likely get gas from. Mm-hmm. Are um, St. Louis Park? Yep. Just that's the most popular one, right? Yep. It's yep. right. It's right in town. And then the other one is um, Eden Prairie. Okay. Maple Grove. It's a cluster. Oh. Like it's it's too packed. Yeah. It's just it's just way too packed. Egan. Um, not as many people are going to venture out to Egan yeah. to go get the gas. So sometimes I'll hit that one up. So Maple Grove is the one that's my area. Oh. I live in Brooklyn Park, not too far from there, and I end up at there. It's too so busy. I try to go first thing in the morning. I, I I avoid it like the plague on like you know if it's noon on a Saturday or Sunday. It's too packed. No way. No way. No chance. But if you go there in the morning, it's not too bad. The other trick is that I mean, and this proves that I'm a dad. I guess is if I've got my kids in the car and I'm running around doing some errands or something like. Me waiting in line for five or ten minutes while the kids are strapped into the car seat and back, and I can like do a couple of work emails or like do something I got to do on my phone. That's actually a win for me. So I will wait it out. Uh, my wife, not so much. She'll take one look and go, "Ah, there's too many cars." She'll drive home. Yeah. And then give me the car with the empty tank. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So I filled up. I'm good for the week, but okay. uh, I'll be back at the uh, the pump this coming weekend. Uh, coming up next, though, I did mention earlier in the show that I did go to my first Minnesota Aurora FC match, and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. They're undefeated. They continue to win, win, win. All they do is win. Sarah Fuller, she's one of the big names that's part of the organization. She played college football at Vanderbilt. Remember, she was the kicker. They made a lot of noise. We talked to her. She joins us next year on The Good Neighbor. 
right, welcome back to News Talk 830-WCCO. This past Friday, I had the opportunity to go and be a part of Minnesota Aurora soccer. It was my first time getting a chance to check out the squad this season. And it was such a phenomenal experience. I suggested everybody out there go out and support these fine women here in Minnesota, our newest team to the state. And joining us now is the goalkeeper for Minnesota Aurora, uh, Sarah Fuller. Give her a follow on Twitter at Sarah Fuller underscore 27. And she's joining us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. First off, Sarah, a pleasure to have you on the show. How you been? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, sorry if my voice is a little hoarse. Uh, it's from screaming over the 5,000 people at our games. Yeah, so, that, that, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you should have a hoarse voice because so many people went out and have been supporting you guys uh, from the start of this season. And I was amongst that crowd there this past Friday as you took on Chicago. And you guys remain undefeated. And yes, like you mentioned, 5,000 plus fans. How did that make you feel to get that type of support? It's it's incredible. I mean, our first game, it was a little intimidating because I've never played in front of a crowd that big. Um, but we've obviously like settled into it. And I, I just love every second, the chance that they have and um, the energy when a goal is scored. It's just, it, it, I've never experienced it in my life. And, um, you know, I'm so grateful that I can come out here and, and play on such a big stage uh, in the USLW League. It's it's really a great opportunity. When you look at your facilities and where you play, how would you rate where Aurora plays versus some of the other teams? I know it's early in the season, but how would you rate where you guys have played in your facilities as opposed to some of the other squads? It's unmatched. I mean, I would say that it's topping even uh, professional teams, NWSL teams, like just the, our facilities are beautiful. You know, everybody's the staff that works there is, is amazing. Um, our coaches are incredible. It just, there's literally nothing, anything like anything to complain about. Um, it's just, it's just incredible. And I'm, I'm very grateful, especially when we travel. I'm like, wow, we, we have it really good. <laughs> yeah. And our fans, like, you know, we'll go to another, another place to play and there's maybe 50 people in the stands and, I'm like, wow, like we it is such an intimidation factor when you come and play Aurora at home. It's um you got you have to be prepared for sure. <laughs> I think that, you know, from my experience on Friday and I did a little bit of a tour, right? I visited the press box, I was out amongst the fans. I just thought that everything about Friday was um just exceptional. It was it was outstanding because you had fans that were cheering for you guys that were in the stands. You had fans that were cheering right behind you, literally sitting on the grass. And one of the things that I love about everything about the experience and being at your game on Friday is the fact that it's such a fan-friendly experience, right? You could go on Mm -hmm. a date there. You could bring your family. I mean, it just seemed like it was very, very inclusive for everybody out there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a big part of it. I mean, this was built up by the community, and it's for the community. And um, that's what I'm, I'm really proud about. And when I heard about, you know, when I got asked to play for Aurora, I just heard how many people were involved in, in building up this team and were passionate about it. And there was no way I could turn that down. Um, having that many people supporting and attending, you know, women's soccer is is just incredible. And I think it goes to show the – where the future lies for women's sports and um 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just incredible. I, I'm kind of at a loss for words uh, for it sometimes. Yeah, we're talking to Sarah Fuller, goalkeeper from Minnesota Aurora FC, joining us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, like I mentioned at the top, remaining undefeated. That never gets uh, never gets tired of saying that. Uh, how would you, uh, <laughs> I guess, describe the start to you guys' the season? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's really great how we've come together, um, you know, in a, just a matter of weeks. You know, it's not like a college team where, you know, a handful of people know each other already, a few classes know each other, and it's just freshmen coming in. But with this, nobody knew each other. Um, we were a brand-new team, and I think uh, props to, to our coaching staff for doing an incredible job recruiting. Um, they really found people who were passionate about soccer and, and promoting women's sports and representing uh, Minnesota and, and the community. Um, and it's, you know, it's just been incredible. And I think we've bonded really well. And it, game after game, I just see improvement. And even out there at practice, I, I love going to practice and, and hanging out with those, uh, with those athletes. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just been a great experience and I can't wait to, finish out this season on top I mean, I'm looking forward to it <laughs> you know as a former college football player being a kicker at Vanderbilt uh what is it like to practice at times and then have the National Football League uh team here the Minnesota Vikings get a glance at you guys practicing because I was talking to Andrea <laughs> about that last week and she says yeah there's been a couple of times where like Eric Kendricks and members of the Minnesota Vikings they're like overlooking you guys and they're like hey look at the squad out there practicing yeah, I think that's really cool. I look up there every now and then. I'm like, I wonder who's watching us right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've met, you know, I met uh, a few of the the kicking team, the special teams uh, at Minnesota at the Vikings, and and they've been really great. And some of them are season ticket holders. And the fact that you know they're excited for us to be out there at the facilities and and they're involved and they're some of them are community owners and stuff like that. I just think speaks volumes um, to what this team means. To, to everyone, even the Minnesota Vikings, um, which is, is really great. And obviously, like, gosh, the facilities are at, like, they're watching us. Like, we, we share the facility with the Minnesota Vikings. How cool is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, um, you're not from Minnesota, but how would you say that uh, Minnesotans have welcomed you here uh, to start this, uh, to start your career here? Oh, my gosh. Everybody has been just so kind, and there's so many amazing, fun things to do. Uh, I've, I have not been bored one weekend. I have something to do all the time. Um, yeah, I've tried to make it out to a lot of the sports games. Um, so it, it's, been, it's been such a fun time. I, <laughs> you know, Minnesota in the winter, and, and the winter might be really cold, but in the summer – Goodness, like that's the place to be for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, well let, let's go through a couple of checklist items. Sarah, have you been out on a Minnesota lake yet? Yes, I have. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. It was one I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll scratch that off. Have you had a Juicy Lucy yet? I have. Oh, my gosh, it's so good, yes. <laughs> All right, have you been uh, to First Avenue yet? Because everybody has to go check out a show at First Avenue, which Prince made famous years ago at Purple Rain. Oh, no, I, I haven't done that yet. Okay, oh, I need gosh. to do that. I need to okay. on the bucket list. <laughs> okay, you got to put that on the bucket list. If you need an end to get into a show, just reach back out to me, and I'll make sure it happens. <laughs> we'll just have to check the schedule okay. and see, see what bands are playing there. But um, I, I guess in closing, you mentioned that you're traveling right now. You're actually in Atlanta. Can you give us a little bit of insight as to what you're doing in Atlanta? 
Yeah, so um, I'm here for the NIL Summit, um, and it's a really great opportunity uh, just meeting with a bunch of uh, student-athletes, um, and we're all coming together talking about NIL. Um, Tim Tebow is going to be here, uh, which is really cool. I'm also on a panel speaking about, um, you know, finance. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. ...and stuff for student-athletes, so uh, really great opportunity, and I think uh, definitely necessary when it comes to um, NIL being so new, um, just like celebrating it and, and continuing to keep the conversation rolling so athletes can take advantage of it, so... Yeah, do, 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 in terms of like, because I know that this whole NIL world is rather new to all of us. Do you like where we're going with it? Because I know that there are a lot of p- people that are kind of complaining about it. I like the fact that athletes are getting an opportunity to make uh, money off of their name, image, and likeness. Uh, wh- wh- what do you make of the, the early amendments of, of what's going on right now? Yeah, I mean, I gosh, I love it. I'm, <laughs> I'm able to be, yeah. <laughs> financially independent um from you know my parents and everything uh it's it's been a really great opportunity um i work for a company called no cap sports and we're actually a free platform for all student athletes and we pair brands uh with student athletes so that they can make deals um and i think we need to continue to have options for all student athletes not just the d1 quarterbacks um so that's that's why i really love no cap and and what i'm doing there um, cause I, it, I think that it could get dangerous where, you know, it's, it's only the, the big names that are getting opportunities, but, um, hopefully I can help turn it in the right direction and, and continue to have opportunities for all athletes, especially female athletes. I think that's really important. Give her a follow on Twitter at Sarah Fuller underscore 27. It is Sarah Fuller, Minnesota Aurora uh, goalkeeper, uh, joining us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, Sarah, safe travels. We'll see you when you get back to Minnesota and continue success. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, that's Sarah Fuller joining us here on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. All right, uh, we will take a break, take another look at the uh, the local weather, but also talk about the uh, the bad news from over the weekend um, or at the end of last week, the Royce Lewis, oh, man, situation, another torn ACL. We get to that next. Henry Lake in for Paul and Jor. All right, the good news for Twins fans and Twins territory is that the Minnesota Twins, currently the American League Central Division leaders with a record of 35-27, and 27, They lead this division by three games over the Cleveland Guardians. And let me remind everybody, A.J. Pruszynski was just trolling us, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. He stated that even though they had a slow start, the Chicago White Sox, who are four games under five hundred, are going to win this division by 20 games. A.J., that's not happening. That's not happening. But the good news is that the Twins are in first place. The bad news, though, unfortunately, is that Royce Lewis, um, our top prospect, is out for the next year with a torn ACL, the same ACL that he tore just a couple of years ago. 
And so now um, we are staring yet again at Royce Lewis having to rehab a knee injury and having to battle all the way back again. And we are in the midst of watching currently a guy in Carlos Correa who looks awesome, right? He's one of the top shortstops in Major League Baseball, and he was the top free agent that the Twins signed. And I know that Chip Scoggins, who joined earlier with Adam Carter, you can check out that appearance if you just go to the uh, Odyssey app, rewind it, uh, play it, check it out, or go to WCCOradio.com and listen to the entire interview and see what Chip had to say. But his latest column about uh, keeping or making sure that you can keep Carlos Correa here long-term, uh, at least to the point, um, speaking about Royce Lewis and him having to battle back from another torn ACL. Listen, I know there will always be some second-guessing. There will always be some hindsight. I said this at the time, and I'd love to get some reaction at 651-461-9226. How many Twins fans out there can honestly raise their hand and say, you know what, I was wrong. We never should have been toying around with Royce Lewis trying all these different positions because we were so frustrated that he wasn't up with the big club, and then we put him out there in center field, and look what happened. Now, look, I'm not sitting here saying that Royce Lewis – should not have been trying to play other positions. And I'm not sitting here saying that he never was going to get injured ever again if he just played strictly at shortstop. But what I am saying is I felt like there were way too many Twins fans that were so wrapped up in their emotions at the time and were saying, play him anywhere just to get him in the big leagues. And I'm like, if what we're talking about is Royce Lewis's best position at shortstop, why don't we just pump the brakes here for a second? Let's allow him to be great at shortstop, and he'll get his time. Now you're in a situation where I don't want to say you're pressured into trying to see if you can keep Carlos Correa, because Carlos Correa he's got all the he's got the the cards here, like he has the options here. If he wants to bounce, he can bounce. So we are at the mercy of Carlos Correa. But 651-461-9226. Hindsight now is always going to be 2020. Do you feel a little bit like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have been so vocal about Royce Lewis playing every single position outside of shortstop? Love to get your reaction either on the air or via the text line. Because I was one of those individuals that said, you know what, Um, yeah, we can talk about how he's a great athlete and he could probably play first base. He could probably play third base. He could play center field, whatever. But think about how things played out, DJ. Just think about this as worst-case scenario. Royce Lewis, because every fan was ticked off. He's got to play. He's got to play. He's got to play, right? You put him out there in center field. He bangs into the wall. He tears, re-tears his ACL. And you know what happened? Literally like four, less than 48 hours after that happened, who went on the COVID list? Carlos Correa. So, 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 now, so now we're talking about Correa's out for a week or so because of COVID. 
You can't even have Royce Lewis come up and play and fill in the gap there for Carlos Correa because he had the what they deemed at the time they thought it was a bone bruise. Then they go out and get the second opinion. I mean, I guess my whole point in rant here is this entire situation sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because did how how good did he look in the short time that he got to be up here and play? He looked awesome. And then everybody got upset. Oh, you're sending him down. Worst decision ever. And this all plays out. I think it's, I mean, you said it. It it sucks. It's a bad situation mm-hmm. on multiple levels. I, I don't think it does you much good to go back and go, oh, well, shoot, we should have just kept him at short. We should have, we should have, we should have. Because th- there's other scenarios, too. Like, he could have gone in center field and been great in center field, and then maybe Buxton had to take some time off, and then we fill the hole that way. It could have turned out great. Now, this time it didn't, but I don't think it's because the wrong move was made. I just think that's how sports and life, for that matter, works, is there's a there's a twist and turn around every corner, and you have to play the cards you have now. Yeah, but this is the devil's advocate to that, though. Let, 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 let's look at it on, on the opposing side of this. We know who the center fielder is long term. For this organization, it's Byron Buxton. So that was never any that was never in question. What is in question is who is the long term shortstop? Because Carlos Correa can bounce tomorrow, as in at the end of the season. So to me, yeah, we can sit here and say, well, we can plug in him and see how it plays out. With that's fine and dandy if you plug him in because somebody's hurt. But the bottom line is, he's your long term guy that you invested a first round pick in. At shortstop, not in center field. That's the thing. Buxton's your center fielder. Regardless of whatever whatever else we're talking about, at the end of the day, what we figured was going to be the case was that it was going to be him at shortstop and Buxton in center. And if he needs to fill in for Buxton, okay, whatever. I just, I just think that the fan base got super emotional about this. When we shouldn't have. We acted as though him being in the minor leagues was the end of the world. And now he's done for a year. Rehabbing. That, it just, and look. That sucks. There, there's, there's, there's no absolutes with any of this stuff. Heck, you never, you know, some guys get injured slipping out of the bathtub, right? We, we get that. But it does suck, though, man. And we all watched it. I had people frustrated with me because I was like, oh, boy. When I saw the multiple replays, I'm like, he banged his knee pretty hard. And then people were like, oh, now you're playing Twitter, doctor. No, I haven't proclaimed anything. (laughs) I haven't said anything about any specific injury. I'm not proclaiming that anything specific happened to his knee. All I'm saying is it didn't look good. Yeah. And sure enough. It wasn't. It wasn't good. So 651-461-9226. And so now we're in this situation where – Hopefully, you're in a situation where you're going to continue to remain in first place and the bottom doesn't fall out. Because if the bottom was to fall out, what's worst-case scenario? That you have to flip Carlos Correa because you're not going to let him just walk and that you're out Royce Lewis next year, right? This is what I think has to be the scenario. The scenario is this. And it sucks that you hold on to Correa for the entire season because I don't think that the Twins are going to be out of any race 
here by the time the trade deadline comes up. Okay? So you hold on to Korea. If he makes the decision to go back and enter free agency, you you spend big money to retain him. Or the only way that you don't spend big money to retain him is if you won a World Series this year and you've already got your championship. That's it. But the only other option is keep him at a higher number or if you want it all, then you let him walk. I just I just don't I don't think there's any other way that you can look at this thing. All right, uh, real quickly, we don't want inflation and soaring prices to keep you from going out. That's why we're giving you the chance to win a free night at the theater. Check out WCCORadio.com slash contest for your chance to score a four-pack of tickets to see the Broadway hit Wicked at the Orpheum on Thursday, July the 28th. For more info on the show and other details, visit HennepinTheaterTrust.org and hurry and enter to win at WCCORadio.com contest ends Sunday, June the 26th. All right, coming up next, uh, final segment, Henry Lake in for Paul and Jor, and we'll uh, probably take another quick glance at weather, I assume, next year on The Good Neighbor. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 